It's time for the SwampSwampySports.com audio podcast. Time to take the money and stay, Caitlin Clark. She is the best show in town wherever she plays basketball. And if you have a child or grandchild remotely interested in the game of basketball, you need to make it a point to get together and watch an Iowa women's basketball game at some point before the end of the NCAA March Madness tournament next month. After that, she is going to have a very big decision to make. And as expected, Caitlin Clark broke the NCAA women's basketball scoring record on Thursday night at home against Big Ten rival Michigan. The fourth-ranked Hawkeyes won the game 106-89 in front of another sellout crowd to improve their season record to 23-3. Needing just eight points to get the record, Clark drilled a 30-foot shot from near the school's Hawkeye logo on the basketball court to take the scoring title in the game's opening three minutes. She said later, You all knew that I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. The senior has scored 3,569 points in her four years at Iowa. She also leads the nation in scoring this year with 32.8 points per game. Clark connected on 8 of 10 shots from the field, hitting 5 of 7 attempts from behind the three-point line for 23 points. But that was just the first quarter of the game. She would finish with a career-high 49 points on Thursday night in Iowa City. She told the assembled media afterwards, I don't know if you can really script it any better. Well, where have we seen that kind of shooting touch before? Caitlin Clark's incredible ability to shoot the basketball is an art form which young players would be wise to emulate. Her shooting form looks a lot like Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. The six-foot-tall Clark has become a threat to score as soon as she crosses the half-court line. For those of us old enough to remember, her shooting skills remind me of a former Purdue great by the name of Rick Mount, who played in the late 1960s, and Indiana State's legendary Larry Bird, who played in the late 1970s. Now, both of these players averaged more than 30 points a game in college, too. And like Caitlin Clark, they possessed a classic, smooth shooting touch with incredible range and accuracy. By drawing so much attention from the opposing defenses, Iowa's Caitlin Clark gets her teammates a lot of easy buckets, too. She's leading the nation in assists with nearly nine per game as well. Yes. Her Iowa Hawkeyes are hoping to make a return appearance to the Final Four this season. Last year, Coach Kim Mulkey's LSU Tigers surprised Iowa 102-85 in the national championship game. A brief dust-up between Iowa's Caitlin Clark and LSU's emotional leader Angel Reese happened near the end of that game. Clark scored 30 points in the loss, but Angel Reese reminded her afterwards that LSU was going to be the team sporting that championship ring afterwards. LSU's 2024 team, by the way, has struggled at times, but still has a respectable 21-4 record at this point in the season. Basketball fans around the country would love to see another matchup of these two women's teams during the 2024 Final Four coming up April 4th through 7th in Cleveland, Ohio. Last year's game between LSU and Iowa drew a women's college record television audience of almost 10 million viewers for ESPN. Caitlin Clark is now a senior and is finishing her fourth year of college eligibility. Since her career started, though, during the COVID-19 outbreak, the NCAA will permit her a fifth year of college eligibility if that's what she wants to do. And I think heading to the WNBA next year would be a huge economic mistake. 
The top salaries being paid in the WNBA are just a fraction of those paid in the NBA for the men. The average pay for the guys playing in the NBA this season is now a fraction under $10 million per season, and that includes all of the starters and the bench warmers for each team. The top individual pay this year in the NBA goes to Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors at a whopping $51 million. The NBA's minimum pay to free agents is still more than $1 million a year. Perhaps that's why so many young men are spending so much time on that playground practicing basketball. Imagine if your and my profession had paid that much. Unfortunately, the Women's Professional Basketball League, called the WNBA, does not generate anywhere near the television revenue or ticket revenue like the men's league does. The top salary being paid to a player in the WNBA this season is nearly $250,000 versus that $51 million that Steph Curry is getting. The average WNBA salary, $103,000 per year. The league's minimum salary, $62,000. But the fan interest in the WNBA has been slowly rising. The WNBA's 2023 regular season last year saw the average attendance climb to 6,615 per game for the 12-team league. And that's an increase of nearly 1,000 fans per game over the year 2022. The league also signed a revised television deal last year with the ION Network, that's I-O-N, which generally shows mostly reruns of classic TV shows. ION featured one or two primetime Friday night WNBA games every week of the regular season in 2023, hoping to build a recurring television audience. ESPN and ABC, they're still televising some WNBA games too. However, the WNBA's decision to play during the middle and late summer months has made it difficult to build loyal viewers. Basketball is generally considered a wintertime sport, and the WNBA games on ESPN during the summer months rarely pulls a total audience of more than 500,000 viewers. That pretty much equates to last year's weekly viewership for the now-canceled USFL and XFL Spring Football League games. Don't forget that ESPN and ABC are protecting their rather hefty financial investment for the broadcast rights for the NBA games as well. The NBA Finals now stretch all the way into the second week of June. So the WNBA's summer schedule arrives once most sports fans are either tuning into Major League Baseball or simply vacationing from sports completely until the start of the football season in the fall. But now, it's NIL to the rescue for Caitlin Clark. Even before the NCAA scoring record this past week, Caitlin Clark's name, image, and likeness offers are heating up. According to one source, her personal endorsement deals for this year were already approaching $1 million before her senior season at the University of Iowa. Caitlin Clark has inked NIL deals with Gatorade, Nike, State Farm, and several other national companies. Her endorsement opportunities are going to continue to grow after this season comes to a close. And since the NCAA has opened the door about a possible fifth year of college eligibility, Caitlin Clark will make more money by playing another year in college basketball, by far, than playing in the WNBA next year. Her current NIL value is about four times what the top WNBA players are earning this season. Here's something else to think about. Don't forget about the NCAA's transfer portal. As we've covered for months, some college football players have been placing their names into the NCAA's transfer portal to immediately move from one school to another for the next season. 
Though some are pursuing more playing time, the vast majority of these transfers are collecting significantly higher-valued NIL deals being offered by the so-called collectives at other universities. I'll translate for you. Come to our school, and we'll make it worth your while. Thursday night's game in Iowa City was just another in a line of sellout games featuring Caitlin Clark. They had 15,000 on hand Thursday. Clark has been selling out arenas nearly as quickly as Taylor Swift or, back in my day, the Beatles. <laughs> the University of Iowa will do its best to encourage their star player to stay put for a fifth season. But other major schools are also quite good at calculating their numbers, too. The economic benefit of signing Caitlin Clark may bring some jaw-dropping offers from those other schools as well. This young lady is the women's basketball version of Pistol Pete Maravich. Everybody wants to see her play in person. She's Iowa-born. Will she earn Iowa bread? Caitlin Clark will let you know how much she loves playing basketball for the University of Iowa. She grew up in the state played high school ball there, and now has played four years at the state's flagship university. Would she even consider jumping to another school for her fifth season of college eligibility? Purely for discussion purposes, of course, let's say that a well-funded major college athletic program in the SEC, for example, like Texas A&M, made a very substantial offer to Caitlin Clark. The Aggies have a very modern basketball arena and the financial resources to make a Texas-sized financial offer. The pitch by Texas A&M might be to Clark that she could help grow women's college basketball in the state of Texas by leaps and bounds if she came there. But here's an even wilder idea I cooked up. Think about the reaction that might happen up in corn country if Iowa's intrastate rival Iowa State was able to lure Caitlin Clark to come play for them next season for their Big 12 conference school. Oh, that wouldn't go over well at all. Depending on what Caitlin Clark wants to accomplish academically during her fifth year in college, nearly every major college basketball program in America would roll out the red carpet to sign her. Even LSU? Oh yeah, except that the carpet would be purple and gold. I'm Swamp Swami.